Recording straight out of five Scotland, you're listening to Films and Swearing, a movie podcast with your host, Shirts On and the Magic Mike Christie. Yes, I'll be the roads. I'm just too excited. I'm just so fucking excited to talk uh, about it. I just like. <laughs> I do like that wee, that wee like bolt of lightning. It's almost as soon as like. Aye, aye. As you know, this is episode 237? I was going to say 37. I think it's 237. I haven't actually written like a Word document for this just because it's different. We're doing an audio commentary today. We're going to be watching Rocky 4, uh, and hopefully, you guys at home will be doing the same. So. We have acquired a Blu-ray copy. This is just from, I guess, the standard UK box set. Yeah. Um, MGM? MGM, yeah. Right, MGM Fox. So I think when I bought it, I think it was like 12 quid. I thought 12 quid for £6. Pounds, exactly. Aye, that's a fucking yeah, rocky steal. As well. rocky yeah. As well. So, um, yeah, so we're just going to play the movie. Pop it on mute. So, like, it's just not going to sound really bad and there's I keep saying copyright and said like, we're just gonna listen to this. But um yeah, so go start a film, pop on mute and actually it might be worth starting it and pausing it at like a like a producer's credit so the audience could like sync up, then start from there. Yeah. So So we will pause it right after the the MGM logo which the second that fades away is the ten second mark. So for those listening at home, if you want to sync up with us, just let the first 10 seconds play, let, let the lion roar, then pause it, then we'll let you know when to start. I'm going to pop it on mute now. And yeah, obviously we'll kind of discuss the film, like what we like, what we'll, and kind of do an audio commentary of what we see on screen. Hopefully it won't be anything like uh, like an Arnold Schwarzenegger commentary, where he just describes, like, ah, oh, look at those beautiful horses, and... Like it doesn't give you any facts about the film, but it just talks about like, ah, oh, this is lovely. I like this. Look how sunny it is here. I love that jumper. And I slept with my what's it? A nanny. Housemaid. Housemaid. Yeah. Several. All yeah, of the above. Yeah. Is that who the the mother is? Is it son Pat- Patrick? Patrick. Is, that, is she? Is he the 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 product? Ah, can maybe maybe. Because I I don't know. Yeah. I want you to move your microphone a bit over, I think, where it still seems a bit distant. Yeah. Aye. You gonna be alright to kinda of sit like that? Aye, yeah. For for one hour thirty one minutes. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So yeah, we're gonna start the film. Hopefully you guys could do the same at home. If you do not have the Blu ray, it is on Amazon Prime. Uh you don't need to rent it or anything. As long as you are on Prime, you should have Free access I mean, to it. It's on ITV4 every fucking every two days anyway. Ah, it's probably starting in like an hour's time. Um, so you could probably TiVo it, but then you have to fucking skip every ad break. Phil's probably on for three hours at that point. Yeah, they probably have a break through every fucking montage. Yeah, <laughs> they just cut out the rest of the film. Just montage, ad break, montage. And yes, when watching this last night, there was a lot of fucking montage, but let's save that for this. Yeah. So... Okay, and we've put subtitles on, so we kind of know what they're saying, but, yeah, okay, so, it, it has to be in the sense of, like, countdown from three, so when I say one, I'm going to press start, more or less, so you guys at home do the same, 
Repose at 10 seconds. When I say one, start the movie. Three, two, one. And it comes up saying United Artists Presents. So yeah, now we have to leave it for here. Occasionally I'll do like a timestamp where I'll bring up the time, read off the time, and hopefully he's listening at home are synced up with us. And right away, the shot with the gloves. Yeah. I love how it was kind of like your United States glove and then the, the hammer and the sickle. Yeah. And I forgot it starts off with... End of Rocky Three. Yeah, aye. I mean... In brief, what is your opinion of Rocky Three? Um, it's all right. I mean, I mean, obviously, like the fucking the steaming pile and the fucking bunch is Rocky Five. Yes, aye, that's... And, uh, like I don't know what they were thinking for Rocky Five, but Rocky Three was all right. I mean, Mister T was pretty good. You had um uh un unknown Hulk Hogan at that time is was it Thunderlips? Ah, Thunderhips or Thunderlips? Thunderlips, yeah. And that was when it was like an exhibition match crossing wrestling and yeah. boxing, wasn't it? And Hulk Hogan yeah. looked like fucking Andre the Giant compared to Stallone. Yeah. But This has been this was the third one obviously when you got the whole alliance between Balboa and Apollo. Yeah, after he couldn't he beat Clubber Lang his name is. Yeah. yeah Clubber Lang. Um I always remember, like, like, what was the first Rocky film that you ever seen? It was this one, eh? Like, the fourth one. I think it was the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, it's always been the fourth it's, one for me. It's only, like, that's the only one I have significant memories of as, like, a child watching that. I think, possibly, I'm positive I've watched them all. I like how this never had a proper title card. Where yeah, I just no, sort of, it's just a text. <laughs> yeah. But it's also good how this picks up immediately after. Yeah, I'm pretty Three. sure this is actually the ending of the third one as well. This happens at the end of the third end. Aye, aye, because I remember the whole, like, uh, Apollo going ding, ding, and yeah. go for the fight, and, and then, then it ends. freeze frames. And then does it not end... I always thought it was the second film, but it must be the third one, and it kind of turns into, like, a painting. Yeah. Aye. I did like that ending. But, yeah, I always remember Rocky Four as a kid... Yeah. I am not surprised. I'm positive I would have watched them all as a kid, but yeah, probably Rocky 1 never got watched as much as the others because, I don't know, I was watching it for the boxing, I guess, and Rocky 1 really... La- well, Rocky. Yeah. Vince Cola, by the way. Yes. Is... Fucking his uh, score for it, uh, War. War is fucking brilliant. Um, Cody Cartmer put up a video a few weeks ago of him re-recording it. Yeah. In the shadow, and it sounds fucking unreal. What was war? It's the... It's the one during the last few rounds, you get the wee montage of the rounds. Yeah. And it's like... It's like a synth kind of score. Oh, oh, does the same one play before Hearts on Fire, where there's like two montages, and one is just like a, a no. synth score? No. Ah, right. No, the synth score is the trainer montage where he's running up the mountain. Yeah. Um, and then you get Hearts on Fire following it or the one where they're actually in the last match where they're in the match at the end yeah and it's a wee kind of wee quick cuts to like the rounds as it goes on aye and uh, like that's a fucking brilliant bit of music no definitely very very yes and that's it I feel this is possibly like the quintessential uh, 80s American movie like it kind of has it all where like their weird grasps on technology yeah 
Like, we'll talk about fucking, I think, is it Psycho the Robot? I can't remember the name of it. Um, I fucking freaked me out, but I wanted one. But, I mean, look at this kid carrying the fucking camcorder. I fucking hated this kid in this one. I mean, I hated him in the fucking fifth one, but... Oh, yeah, aye. The fifth one, he was a broody wee bastard. This one, he doesn't really know any better. He's I just got... I always remember when he... Um, it's like he's at the end, he's watching the, the fight live on TV, and he's like, where's mates and I? And he's like, yeah, like, that's my dad. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, and it's like, oh, oh. Ah, he's like, fucking ah, hell. Bart Young. I know, look at him. Now, see, if you told me that you were going to go and see him at Scotland Comic Con, I would have happily gave you the box set to date with you. <laughs> he hangs, he looks fairly oldish. Yeah, it? so what does he look like now? I don't fucking know. Like, I've generally, like, apart from, apart from the Rocky films, what other stuff has he done? Because I. Oh, that, that's a, a good question. Um, mm, mm. What? Chinatown. Yeah, right. Chinatown. Aye. Yeah, um, because his wife in Chinatown. Yes, I because she was cheating on him. Yeah, uh, I remember. Was, uh, Curly, was, Curly, Curly was it? Yeah, he was the uh, guy at the start. Ah, uh, and he, he brought him back at the end to help him. Yeah. Now, this big fucking hunk of metal here is cried. It's S I C O. Now, to me, that's psycho. <laughs> Why <laughs> would you call a robot psycho? And expect it to do well because a year after the Terminator as well, <laughs> mind you. Look at it, it looks like a fucking Martian. <laughs> Big grey, giant black eyes and like and look at that cake. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I love there is this initial resistance where Polly Disney really like care for this. And yeah. then in the next scene he's reprogrammed it as a uh, woman, yeah, it's, it's bringing him beer, yeah. it's doing like, I don't care what he's doing. everything but a blowjob. I know. Is that I'm, I'm hoping it doesn't have like any open ports at the back of it. <laughs> but I was doing some research into this, and it did bring up a fucking article about this robot saying it was designed and controlled and voiced by Robert Durnick, uh, the founder of the US company of International Robotics. And he's actually cast, he's actually got a right. membership of the Screen Actors Guild for playing that robot. That robot is in the Screen Actors Guild. <laughs> um, it, as well as being in Rocky IV, it was in Days of Our Lives. It entertained Ronald Reagan at the White House. It toured with James Brown. Shared an intimate, intimate moment with Carly Simon uh, in the music video for her song, My New Boyfriend, Cisco. Oh, I want to say Cisco, but it's not. It's Psycho. <laughs> presents the singer with a bouquet of flowers before carrying her away in its arms. But... Today, supposedly, you could still buy them for the handsome sum of $240,000. That's excluding That's postage an and packing. Fuck toy, like. Yes, aye. <laughs> but, um, so I supposedly the whole reason it got brought into Rocky is it was on, like, uh, a daytime TV show. Rocky saw it. Rocky. Stallone yeah. saw it. And was immediately enamoured by it because they're saying the robot was uh, like a good educational tool and help children on the spectrum, like people with Asperger's or autism, yeah. like could relate to the robot and it was a good learning tool. And he mentions that his son, uh, is it Sarah Goa? See that one there? Uh, his younger son, Sarah Goa, born in 19... 
Cindy Ryan is autistic. Uh, so, fucking Robert got a call for Stallone saying he wanted one of the robots and Stallone was so impressed with the fucking robot he wrote it into the movie. Uh, Supposedly, there's a whole bunch of additional scenes. But again, if it's just fucking Polly trying to plough it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I might have to actually check that out the morning when I go home. <laughs> so... Probably find them on YouTube. Aye, so there is all this additional footage, but the fact that it worked so well, he had to... And it was like the ultimate advert for it, essentially. Yeah. If they fucking wrote you into a fucking movie, because it does seem quite jarring. Like, at times, it shows up. Like, when Apollo goes to his house, and it shows up, does a little dance, gives Wall- uh, Wally, <laughs> Polly, a beer, then fucks off. Yeah. And Apollo's like, what the fuck? Did- was this just an advert for a robot? What's going on here? Yeah. So, it's just so, I reckon, out of place. But, again, it's the 80s, yeah. and it's rocky, and he could afford expensive gifts. So, of course... Let's buy like a, yeah. a a butler robot for his fucking yeah. brother-in-law who used to hammer his wife. Yeah, no, I mean obviously we're getting just to a drag one out here, and obviously on the IMDb they've got Bridget Nielsen cast as Ludmilla. I generally think this is the only time in the film which she actually gets announced as her full name is when she's doing the TV interview. Ah, because I, I generally have like even if if you ask me this morning like the name of a character. I couldn't have fucking told you. I don't even think they mention our yeah our name in Creed Two. Aye, but obviously I really can't remember. Mm-hmm. And that, that's sort of like the the great thing about this film. It, I guess it kind of got brought back into into like pop culture in a sense with Creed Two coming out last year. Yeah. Because it pretty much was a like a a, a sequel almost, to this. Uh, yeah, because I'm pretty. I, I watched that a few days before I went and seen Creed Two, just because. I hadn't seen Rocky Four in fucking ages, and I just really wanted to watch it, and it was, I was like, yeah, I'll maybe we'll get back into it. I, I, it was such like a great concept as well. I was quite worried how he told him to turn the volume down the robot, and the kid had to reach down to the crotch region of the <laughs> robot to adjust his volume. I mean, if I was Rocky, I would have been like teaching that robot how to fucking polish my car. Exactly, that's an expensive bit of kit, you may as well fucking get instead of learning it how to fucking dance with your kid mm-hmm. that has a very 80s looking top as well what is the fucking Adidas jumper yeah what about the fucking matching sets of Hugo Boss later on you could kind of see like what sponsorship was going on here he, I'm sure right. he, I'm sure Hugo Boss was like big in the boxing scene in the 80s but ah. now I watched that film uh, Rim of the Worlds it was a Netflix uh, film where like kids in the apocalypse whilst they're at camp there's a scene where they go into a mall, raid a store, and every child comes out kitted head to toe in Adidas. Uh, and I was like, it was just, just such a fucking advert. It was so sick. Every one of them had Adidas on. Fed trainers, trackies, headbands, the lot. Now, I do like this character. This dude... Um, is, is it like his manager or something? Yeah, or? the mouthpiece. Like, Well, yeah. I guess she's kind of like the mouthpiece, but... He is definitely like your Russian Don King yeah. who's there. He knows everything. He knows like the education behind it. And yeah. And when I looked into his IMDb, the boy has a role in uh, Halloween 4. Yeah, he played one of the doctors of Smith Grove. Yeah. That's the thing I rem- like, recognise him for. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, 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 
the plot in this film is a wee bit ridiculous and like the paint the paint drago is this fucking like absolute genetic like freak yes and uh, but I mean it works for the eighties. Eh? I know it's just this this dull look on his face like I I not want to say they kind of put him across as if he's got like learning difficulties because yeah. they just kind of look aye because he kind of just sits there as if he's kind of you know yeah out. aye it, it was like the, the fucking in WWE where you had was it Festus oh. and the guy wouldn't do anything until a bell rung and then he turned into a monster Drago was the same he stood there until his fucking manager shouted and then he snapped and started battering absolute fuck out of Apollo yeah. Creed so it's just like it was this weird Frankenstein's monster yeah. that just would not respond until fucking until he got the go ahead, got the signal. But then you kinda of get that in Creed Two where you see him when he's training his son. Yeah. His son doesn't really speak much. He's just uh, kinda of like obedient and like like disciplined. Mm-hmm. Oh, here oh, it comes our wee dancing pal. And I mean look at him. <laughs> like yeah. fucking Apollo Creed's getting like Predator flashbacks. He's <laughs> no, 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 no. Predator was after this. Oh no way! Yeah, Predator was after this. Well, look at him. He's just sitting there, his wife beat her, yeah. drinking a beer out of fucking champagne glass. Him sport. Yeah. <laughs> we talked, they talked like that. <laughs> that that shot alone. <laughs> she loves me. It's like, oh god, yeah. what's he done? Why has that robot got a limp? <laughs> How's <laughs> its tires burst? <laughs> and that's it. Like Apollo Creed's arc of this film is all really just about it's it's not redemption, but it's relevance. I think he Yeah, because he, he's retired obviously. Yeah. But he he's taken this personal, like the fact that Drago's come across here and like, joking about the Americans and he's like fucking ready to throw himself in there with like minimal yeah. fucking training leaning up to it but the man's such a fucking showboat like uh, no. like the whole palaver that follows him in this is fucking like is of the comb but Drago's not a man to be messed with yeah now what is this this uh cat footage from Rocky uh, 2 Yes, yeah. aye, because he's got the fancy, the black and white trunks. But it's just the fact that, like, Apollo is so cocksure that he can't, like, I could handle this. And it's just this one of these things where it's like, was it uh, pride before the fall and yeah. all this nonsense? But, and that's uh, this thing there is like, why Nibdi's come up wanting autographs for him. Like, he's, he's kind of once back in the fucking spotlight. Because mm. it's definitely as Vegas they go for that, that exhibition match. Yeah. The whole thing where you've got all the showgirls, you've got James Jim Brown. Yeah. Like, he obviously eats that stuff up. But the fact, well, you seen him there, he was at his mansion, fucking in the pool with the dogs, like the boys. Yeah. Surely he's got it all. He doesn't need to. He's not doing it for the money. But. I was kind of makes you wonder as well, though, like, like was, was Adonis kicking a bit at this point? Or was. Like was he born after Creed? Uh, no Creed. He, uh, was he born after Creed died, or? Aye, I guess. I want. I'm not too sure what the timeline on it would be. No. But. It's it's a funny one. 
Now, let's have a look. I've, I've printed off a bunch of random notes just to kind of get some conversation going for these scenes. Uh, do you want to know the age of the actors in this film? By the time it come out? Um, uh, Stallone's pushing 40, maybe. Aye, Stallone and Talia Shire were both 39 when this was done. Yeah. Carol Wellers was 37. So it's strange how he's the one that's retired. Obviously, sure, like professionally retired, but the boy's still younger than Rocky. Yeah. Um, Bert, Bert Young. In my head, I want to say Bert Ward, but that's the guy for fucking Adam West Batman. Yeah. Uh, Bert Young is 45. What? Yeah. And obviously, Big Dolph was only 28 when he'd done this. Yeah, he was relatively unknown at this point. Eh? Aye. And the, the baby of the cast, Bridget. Bridget Nielsen was 22. She was married to Stallone when this... Yeah, know, uh, aye. Was it? Because I remember they were... It was, was it this or Cobra they were married? They were married they at were, the time. They were done close together, so... Uh, I'm pretty sure I have a note of their marriage in here somewhere, but it's just the fact that she's 22. And she... The way she's dolled up, she's got like that short hair, she's cutting about in the business suit. She doesn't look... Like in her young, like early twenties. Yeah. But she's just not. She's, she's not really aged very well either. Like mm. she looked really. Like, I reckon if it's because of the blonde short hair. Yeah. Like she looked really. Like manly, if you will. And Masculine, eye yeah, and like pretty too and stuff. Yeah, and I think she also had a history with uh, plastic surgery. Mm. As well, I think she was in a, a series of... I mean, she does look fairly young there. Yeah, she looked but, quite young in Cobra as well. Though, nah, but look there. at him, he is I just know. a big blonde baby. I know. It's bad to hint that he was cherry-picked for He-Man a few years later as well. I right? know. Oh, I fucking loved He-Man oh. as a kid. I do remember watching that a lot on tape. Yeah. Like you see like there, he just looks like, you know... Ah, no speaking. Eh? Exactly, it just looks like a like an actual machine. It looks like a Terminator. It's just a robot processing everything around him. Everyone's talking for him, and this is it. This is like the parts where Apollo does well, where it's like the promo, or the build up, and yeah, I feels really insulted there that he could dish it out, but he can't take any criticism because he gets really flustered so quick. Where they just, he just struggles. I've retired more men than Social Security, but it's just when they start calling him out, he starts getting all hot tempered. But yeah. the second he steps off the stage, he's quickly asking Rocky, "Like, you think that was good? You think we built up the fight? Like, he's a showman." But I did like that insult where it's like punching bag with eyeballs. <laughs> Comrade Big Mouth, and is and actually I quite like the manager, like Apollo Creed's oh, manager, Duke. Yeah, was it Tony Burton? Yeah, I had a look at his IMDb top four. Three out of the four are obviously Rocky movies. I think it was possibly the first one, the fourth one, and Balboa. But 
the fourth film in his uh, Assault and Prison Theory. Yeah. yeah, I never knew he was he was credited as Wells. So was he yeah. one of the inmates? Yeah, he was one of the inmates in the prison. Aye. See, how do I do? <laughs> A little loud for my taste. <laughs> but it just it does have this this strange temper to him. Yeah. At the Ziegfeld Theatre. And it is, it is a fucking spectacle because the fact that they've got like James Brown and in the end credits they credit him as the Godfather of Soul. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, how this must have been absolute crazy at the time when it came out. The fact that is USA versus uh, the very, Soviet it's Union. Very fucking pro. Aye. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like capitalism and all that. You know? Exactly. Because that was the thing, like, in the 80s, that, like, every film you watched, whether it was, like, good good guys and bad guys, it was always, like, bad guys were always portrayed as the Russians. Yeah. Like, um, like Red Dawn and all that. That's it, aye. Red Dawn. Um, <laughs> Even when they done a hot tub time machine. Yeah. And <laughs> the fucking students were all worried about them being Ruskies. Thought, aye, I thought they were Russians. Aye, aye. and was it not, like, the, like the, the knock-off cannon, Red Bull? Yeah. It was, like, some sort of Russian... What was it called? Oh, fuck, I can tell you, but it was enough for... Chernobyl. Yeah. <laughs> Aye. And that was enough to kind of make folk question if there are Russians, but... I do like how Rocky... is 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 kind of a bit reserved, eh? Aye. He's concerned for him. He's jumping into this against this big <clears throat> giant who could punch, what was it, 1,800 pounds or something. Yeah. And it... They were, they kind of do the same thing with uh, Creed two. I remember the first fight he does. He goes in all hot headed, emotional, easily fucking triggered, and he gets his ass kicked. Yeah. And obviously in this one, he gets fucking killed. But Rocky was that refusing to train him because he's seen it. He's seen it happen already. He's yeah. seen his fucking dad die in the ring, doing the exact same decisions that fucking Adonis was doing. Yeah. So. Uh, you could see why he wanted to have no part of it whatsoever. Yeah. And that was that that was like the big selling point for me last year with Creed 2, it was Baby Drago. Yeah. Like I was fucking pumped. Good. When they showed the trailer then at the very end you just got the scene like the jacket with like Drago in it and I was like, Oh, here we go. Aye, and the, well, a, what I did notice is that they didn't bring back the same woman that played his wife. Aye. It was a different actress to use. I think what, what the story of that could have been whether it was... Because I'd imagine everyone, when they're rebooting the franchise with Creed, you imagine everyone would want back in. Yeah. The way fucking movies make money nowadays and they... I'm pretty sure Carol Weathers was even trying to get into the movie and were like, you're dead though. Yeah. I was like, aye, but maybe, what about a flashback? Come on, a <laughs> um, flashback. Like what I did like about uh, Creed 2 and all that, I can't remember much about Creed 1, but in Creed 2 they had, like, the gym that Adonis would go to was run by Duke's son. Right, aye, because Duke passed away. Yeah. Uh, well, Surely Tony did, Burton yeah. passed away in, I think, 2017. I like this, how, like, how fucking confused yeah. Ivan looks because... He's never seen I'd imagine him, it was like fucking Drago fights in like a fucking gym in a warehouse. Yeah. 
Yeah. He is fucking showgirls. And look at him, like, sequins. So many sequins. <laughs> I like how it's like an American plane, the Russian plane, and, all that, and it's <laughs> just like, it just speaks capitalism. Eh? And look at him. Fucking uh, James Brown. I wonder how much he got paid for that. Aye. I mean, just performing one of his songs. Eh? Yeah. And it, got, it was on, the, it was a fucking key song. Living yeah. in America, it was also part of the fucking Man, album. Fucking that. That's first, some so glow hair. first guy, that's exactly what I was going to go with. That was so glow <laughs> That right is there, some like. shiny ass permed hair. But I just look at him, and look at him, just know. dancing <laughs> there. Total top hat and everything, eh? It would be fucking amazing if like, it starts and Drago done like a one one knockout punch and it just collapsed and fucking James Brown's like ow and just slowly walking away taking a shake going ah oh, fuck oh, there you go, there the go, matching there set of fucking Hugo Boss <laughs> Hugos. red white and blue as exactly well. in their fucking matching hoodies Polly always <laughs> always just like the class like he's like one of these characters that kind of secretly steals the film at times yes it's the scene where he's where they're in Russia and the snow's up to his knees and he just kind of falls in the snow. Oh, he's so angry and he just fucking runs off and just stumbles. Yeah. And I love how he's like, they better have my comics. <sighs> it cuts them fucking listening to the chipmunks on his cassette player. Yeah. But, man. And for a film that only runs for about 91 minutes, it, there isn't a lot of waiting in it. Yeah, like, I mean, actually, it, tells, it tells a good bit of a story as well because as soon as like the the montage you get after the fight and that, then that's you right into like Russia. It's like half the films in Russia and half the films no. Yeah. But it's like half an hour of the last forty minutes is like fucking montage. Aye, and that's it. There's there is about five montage sequences, I think. Yeah. I was trying to count them after I watched it last night. And there is a fair few. The thing is, it's been parodied for so long. I know. Like, was it, was it no the MacGruber film had, like, a montage, by a, a, a parody montage? Possibly. I, I, I would not be surprised. But, and it was, it was... Big in the 80s, eh? It was all about totally. montages, eh? And you could say it was maybe overdone here, but, I, nah. Ah, who fucking cares? I fucking, cares? fucking love this film. And... Well, that's it. Whilst we are talking about the film, we're reviewing it at the same time. For you, how, like, how, if you ranked this in your top three, would it be in your top three? What, Rockies? Uh, uh, yeah. Ah, oh, this is number one, like, this is... I know, it is so weird because, in comparison to I mean, the first Rocky, like, they're two different Rocky films. Rocky one's really good. I think Rocky two is far better than the first one. Yeah. Like, there's just something about the second one that's so fucking good. Aye. I reckon if it's because like when you were a kid it was I was seeing Rocky win. Yeah. And I, well that's it. You never got that out of the first one, but it had all this great story where yeah. he was just this this and it is these all these films are all about the underdog. Yeah. And Rocky being the ultimate underdog. I mean fuck Rocky Five and I I, I, <laughs> I, still, I still remember that I remember Rocky Five was gonna be on T V one night and I was gonna watch it. And I remember Uncle Billy used to fucking wind me up for ages telling me that Rocky dies at the end of Rocky Five, and I was sitting waiting for it, oh. fucking waiting for it, and then I was just like, "You bald bastard!" <laughs> I like that nickname there. They crown the Count of Monte Fisto. Yeah, <laughs> the King of Sting. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the but. thing is, like, they must be loving it as well for it being an exhibition fight, 
Like they, they must have got a decent payout as well. Look, there's, there's, the, the suit is actually. I, I don't know if it's a sequence, if it's light reflecting off it, uh, but it looks like a light jacket. Is Chris Jericho would be proud? I know exactly. He'd be fucking jealous of that coat. But look at it, just like boo Russia, boo. And it is. It's just. It just looks like a big scared child. I know. But I, I, I love alright I know the it's the ring in him so it's big curly tash yes I, that and guy that was brilliant I know but is this scene like Apollo doesn't know what he's gone into until they fucking put the hands up and when he goes to fucking box the gloves yeah. like, it, <laughs> it, like doubt right mm. away yeah like right away, Rocky just should have just chucked in his fucking Hugo Boss hoodie. <laughs> and go, whoa, it's over, it's over, towels in. Mm. But yes, he's just all show, I and know, then he's just so boisterous as fuck, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's he's so cocky the fact that like when the bell rings, he's like, "Be back in a minute." I know. And look at him; he's just he's so confident. He's. And I think it's just he's missed it all, and this is him getting back in the ring, dancing about. He's so happy, and then realizes his fucking punches are like water. Mm. It's just nothing. It's just bouncing off the guy. Now, also you're talking about like trivia during the film and all that. Aye. Well, a nice bit of trivia for this one. Uh, let's see, get my phone open. Oh, <laughs> it's that that we, that had to be like an ad lib. Yeah. Well, or fucking didn't mean it wasn't deliberately going to slip, but. But yeah, it's just. Punches are just nay effect. So, during filming, uh, Dolph Lundgren and Carl Wells, like, didn't they get along at all? Right. And they got into an altercation, and Lundgren threw Wells into a, a, a corner of the boxing ring. And apparently, like, fucking Wes just went, went absolutely mental. He just started cursing and swearing at him and all that, eh? Oh. And, uh, announced that he was, like, going to be covering his agent and leaving, like, leaving the film. Yeah. But Stallone managed to talk him around, eh? And it caused a four-day work stoppage because the two of them couldn't oh, get along. So this, this fucking scene here caused Aye. a four-day stoppage. Yeah, the film, but he's just getting absolutely fucking hammered, eh? Aye, and the, the sound editing is brilliant because yeah. every punch you're hearing, either bone being broken or like the wet squelches, and it's like, it's just fucking crazy. And the guy's right, <laughs> what's the matter? It's an exhibition. Yeah. Why are you fucking trying to murder the boy? And like, right there, you think, that's it, it's over, it should stop right now, but yeah. fucking longer and switched on. I don't get why these guys are having twos on a fag, by the way. Like, come on yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, Just, <laughs> in Soviet Russia, we go twos. <laughs> it's just like one of these things. Yeah. A lot of folk, like... I, hang on a second, it looks like he's been in the, like, the ring for like fucking five rounds, and that's only after one round. Eh? Exactly. There's like ten punches he got into there, because yeah. when he fucking snapped, when the, the trainer said go, he's like, like rapid yeah. fire. But look at that eye. Like, I know. Jesus Christ, and that's it, web boxing films, that's always been one of those things that they've managed to improve on, is, I guess, like, prosthetics. Because, I think, in the fucking early Rocky film, like, the first two, 
and when they're putting prosthetics on Rocket, they look like shit nowadays. You uh, could tell that it's just big lumps of fucking clay or plasticine with some makeup over it. Yeah. And probably the same way. Other boxing films, I mean, Rage and Bull being a big one, they could they could uh, probably got all... that um, that scene where he just gets absolutely ripped open by the boy and he's got him in the ropes. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, like, as if you're talking about like the guy who could punch a hundred like eighteen hundred and fifty pounds, yeah. Why would you want to take that fight? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the thing is, right, if, theoretically, right, if you could punch that much power, like one punch, you'd straight up kill him. Yes, and I absolutely fucking love. And like the yeah. thing is, like that's like that's a great fucking shot. Like see when it sees a light, yeah, like, that's the light basically getting switched off. Aye, and look, it just stands out. Everyone sees it. Time stands still. No, he's checked it. I genuinely wonder, like, how fucking how many takes it took to film that that wee bit of that slow motion fall. Aye, and <laughs> just a wee death twitch. As a, what do you want? As a cock push up. I know. It's like. He got what he wanted. He ejaculated upon death. <laughs> like, that's all I wanted, just getting beat to death. It's like guy's fucking curly moustache. He's just so elegant. <laughs> and it's out of fucking nowhere, but it's Vegas. And, uh, like, there's no consideration. Like, the press know, yeah. are wolves. They're in there. That that boy that keeps trying to shove a microphone in Rocky's fist looks like a boy with fucking, what's it, Pen and Gillette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm expecting this boy to be doing a fucking card trick for Rocky. And it's like, come on, phone a fucking ambulance. Jesus. Ah, oh, no. The commentators are quite good. I quite like that old boy with the glasses. Yeah, he seems to be a bit. Um, but like, the, the, the fucking oh, line. Yeah, the, the and the music, line, yeah. the, this fucking image here, the blood soaked Hugo Boss hoodie. It's iconic, yeah. Aye, definitely. And that fucking face. And you just know, yeah. Like it's it's goosebumps moment. Thing is, it's like we're saying, like, like it's a fucking like it's a like, the film's cliche to fucking all right, but it's it's done brilliantly because it's thing is like if you watch people reviews on Rocky, especially Rocky Four, aye, it's their like it's their childhood. You know what I mean? Aye. Like I could only imagine what it would have been like seeing this for the first time in a cinema like thirty oh, years ago. Oh, it'd be amazing, especially now, in America in the days, like. Like, you see people going fucking daft or like Avengers and you're like, could imagine what they would have went like at the end of the last fight. Exactly. Eddie Murphy done that, like a a joke on that on, I don't know if it was Raw or one of his stand-up uh, specials and it was like, F, all the Italians come out of the cinema after seeing Rocky 2 yeah, all yeah. want to fucking start a fight with a black man. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I fucking love that bit. That's a fucking great... Aye. Like every Italian. So I can just imagine... All the all the fucking Italian Americans gone absolute ape shit with us. Trying to start a fight with Russians, maybe I don't know. And I mean again, like, like classic, like iconic, like eighties style aviator glasses. I know he looks almost like a young. I was gonna say a young Michael Jackson. He's got this uh, thin drawn at nose, sunglasses, mm. and white skin. But mm. and yes, he gives up the fucking belt. I know. At first, I thought he was just burying him with like Apollo's belt, but and it is—it's just when they decide to fucking like the whole thing about who's responsible for the death. Like yeah. that match went on. Like the referee fucking should have called it. That shouldn't have been left down to yeah. Rocky. But it's, it's when because screaming from the throw in the towel, the Aye. intensity, like he's fucking brilliant in this. I just love the fact that 
just all shots of him just screaming around, throw in the towel! I know. And Rocky just fucking froze. And the fact that they agreed to the match on their terms. Yeah. Russia. Christmas Day. Fuck your turkeys. Aye. And is the, the, the whole fact that he doesn't tell his wife about it. She's getting absolutely hounded by press. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not going to Russia. And <laughs> fucking <laughs> Polly just yeah. absolutely losing it. He's fucking definitely what I bring his robot with me. I know, is that, I'll not be able to get that through customs. I'll not get it through a metal detector. Let's, oh, let's pull something for the, the top here. Now, I'm going for the biggest straw. So, uh, It's just going to say fucking. Like if he dies, he dies in big bottle <laughs> Uh, this film won a whole fuckload of Razzies. Yeah. Uh, I is, like... But I bet you when I got the Razzies, though, everybody, like, fucking loved it, though, eh? Because, like, hang is, it's not even poorly reviewed on IMDb. Mm-hmm. It's... I think maybe at the time it it's might pro- have had... probably the most celebrated Razzie fucking film ever. Aye. Oh, I love when they get on to Polly. He's like, who are you? He's like, uh, I'm the unspoken majority. The unsilent majority, <laughs> big mouth. Uh, but I, the, Stallone got worst actor, and it was for this, and it was shared with uh, Rambo: First Blood Part Two. Bridget Nielsen got worst actress. Stallone got worst director. Bridget Nielsen also got worst new star, and now shared with Red Sonja, and worst musical score: Vince Tacola. Oh mother! Yep. What the fuck, you Razzie? It did uh, lose four awards as well, which isn't completely bad, but. <laughs> uh, it was nominated for Worst Picture it lost to uh, First Blood Part 2 Rambo 2 was brilliant uh, Worst Supporting Actor they nominated Burt Young I'm glad he never got it they obviously saw there was some quality yeah. but he lost to uh, Rob Lowe for St Elmo's Fire oh. uh, Talia Shire Worst Supporting Actress she never won that because fucking Bridget got it and Worst Screenplay Stallone didn't get it but well for Rocky, but he did get it for Rambo. Rambo 2 was brilliant. Like, they must I'm pretty sure Rambo 2 won an Academy Award as well. What? what for, like, editing or...? Yeah, I'll pull it up then. So, I feel it's one of those weird ones that one day Stallone gets a fucking crate delivered to his house and it's got, like, 12 Razzies in it. He's like, what the <laughs> fuck are these? Rambo? Rocky? Rambo? Uh, What's going on? Rambo. Oh, uh, and this... Like, I, I just love... How this is set up. Like, sure, it looks like Rocky's coming home from a hard day at the office, but it's obviously just after that press junket. Yeah. But she's already now just fucking pissed. She's found out about all, and it just kind of sets up for, like, the first montage. Where, what was it? Like, there's no easy way oh, out. I thought it was nominated for Best Effect and Sound Effect there then. Ah. Yeah, didn't win an award. I thought it did. Oscar nominated and fucking multiple Razzie Award winning. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, I I like the scene, and I like obviously like fucking clearly, uh, Adrian like doubts his abilities in the ring. Maybe his abilities. I know she fucking says that. outright says you can't win. Yeah, and maybe it's a maybe it's a a small minority, but I I prefer the song that plays in this to uh-huh. any other song in the film. I reckon why. I mean, Hearts on Fire is fucking great. Yeah. 
Um, what's the other one? This one, uh, um, Burning Hearts. Burning Hearts, good. Uh, Hearts this and Fire. And uh, no like, yeah, it, and it's fucking brilliant. And it was the credit is it Robert Tepper or Trepper? Aye, yeah. But I was convinced he actually done like all three songs. But when I was looking at the soundtrack today, I didn't know it was three separate uh, like artists doing those yeah, tracks. Um, who was it that done Burning Heart and? Because um, it was it was Vince DeCola for um, Hearts on Fire. It was from what I can remember. Yeah, I always remember. Like, do you remember the Foster's advert that had the Bun and Heart playing? No. Oh, it's, it's the men versus the women in volleyball. Right. In the oh, beach. right. And the class, the class that is like East versus West. Yeah. And I would need to like. Have a look oh, at it, but it's just when I'm hearing volleyball, I just think immediately that I should be Top Gun. <sighs> what was it? Was it playing with the boys or something? Like playing, playing with the boys, oh, and there's fucking Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise sitting in about each other at volleyball. <laughs> but there was a nice wee bit of trivia as well. Was that um, uh? James Brown's Living in America became his first top 40 single in 10 years when this came out and it was his last year's career. Aye. Yeah, here we go though. I know. And look, I'm just, no easy, the subtitles, no easy way out playing. And the thing is, like, 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 like Drago looks fucking frightening. Like he he's is medicine. And all that. The Southpaw license but plate. I put the U in it, it says Southpaw. Aye. Now, uh, timestamp for Fuck at Home, we are now currently at 41 minutes uh, 40 seconds and of course he's driving a Lamborghini because why the fuck would he know I don't know but the way this montage is edited is really well like it's just these trouble shots of him driving look at that stare he's just he's no himself you kind of wonder like how long he's driving for mm-hmm. like would it be would it be the equivalent of us driving for here up to like his wings aye and it's just the lyrics where it's clearly what's going through his head yeah but those fucking images and that that punch clearly missed yeah like how do you like it's Duke and that's what's really haunting him it's like how how upset Duke is with him and those fucking yeah, epic runs across the beach I saw the total flashbacks aye running about in their wee tank tops but man and look at it just the blood pissing at him yeah is and then they also they run out of footage to rerun, so they take you back to the fucking yeah. start of the franchise. Now, see when I was a kid and I used to watch this. See the shot that you get from Rocky Three where he's crying over Mickey dying. Yeah. For a second, I thought it was um, Drago's manager, <laughs> and I was like, "Who the fuck's he crying over?" Aye. But I mean, like Mickey's death, fucking. Had uh, a lot of people in this film. Uh, it's the fact that he lied that he beat like Clubber at that fight as well. Yeah. But I mean, ah, this fucking this this song is just fucking brass. It's a constant, mm-hmm. constant on my fucking Spotify list. Ah, uh, that's it's just the lyrics like "There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home." Uh. And it's just so fucking eighties. Yeah. Oh, that always looked like like that was just fucking like Rocky Flex in there. 
Like yeah. that fucking scene where he's hanging about. Where he, he doesn't force himself on Adrian, but yeah. still just kind of kisses her into a corner. And it is the first one is brilliant, but it's yeah. it's it's almost not a boxing movie. Yeah. Like three quarters of it is just this, a drama about this guy just trying to find his way in boxing. Oh, what was the name of his fucking Doug? Oh, Buckus. Aye, Buckus. That was it. And it was it, he almost as well kind of <laughs> seemed like a boxer with with learning difficulties because he just he, he he was he was simple was the probably the safest yeah, way to you, say you it. Got a, you, that was a, well, I think that was, I don't think it was much of a plot point, but it was in the second one where he was doing the, the aftershave. Yeah, he was doing the adverts. And they're trying to get him to do lines and they're just taking the piss out of him. You could hardly read them, eh? Exactly. And it was, it just, you, and look at big fucking clubber lang. Yeah. Ah, oh, this bit there, eh? Why is I'm he crying like, over like, the Russian? Yeah, is that the way the fuck? <laughs> it is, it's a fucking. Like epic franchise, like it's some of the best movies that were ever made. Like you can't not love a fucking Rocky movie. It's the fact that like like Stallone never got anything for the Academy for like Rocky One or that, but he got like Golden Globes for like Creed and all that. Yeah. And like, was he no nominated for Rocky Balboa as well? Aye. Because that's one that like does get a fair mention in again. I've only ever watched it twice, I think. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, this is like fucking bread and butter, this one here. Aye. Look at just the fucking shots of him falling. Now, the thing about Rocky movies, well, actually, boxing movies in general, I remember, it was fucking ages ago, people complaining about the choreography in boxing movies. Yeah, I'm always and, interested to see, and see how they go about filming. Yeah, and to the sense where I would love to see like a boxer's perspective when watching these well obviously ah, yeah, this one they would know. Aye, I like, mean it's what? heavily fucking <laughs> <laughs> and now see she's changed there's no been like that last day he's had a one night stand with now she's there like she's the a wife. nagging housewife she's the wife I'm gonna give her her wires tied when I get back and this is Stallone's actual son isn't it I feel that they did mention that Nah, is it not his, it's his son in Rocky Five? Ah, oh, right. It's his actual son in Rocky Five. Right, because that's his older, his older son, he, Sage, already had an acting role in the film as Rocky's son. So. Yeah, I think that's Rocky Five. One of his sons were dead. Is that not John Travolta? Aye. Yeah, John Travolta so, lost uh, one of his kids. I mean, the funny thing is, is that Rocky Five got a better score on Metacritic than what it did for this one. That's so and, weird. I know. Um, I I can't remember whether if I Sage is Rocky Balboa Junior in the fifth one. Yeah. Um. What was it? Tommy Morrison. He played Tommy Gundy. He died a few years ago. Yeah. Aye. Was it through AIDS or there was? It was like a disease he had. Like he, he contracted something and um, passed away, or he was living with it. it was like, I complications for HIV. I yeah, because he was a real life boxer as well. Yeah. Now let's see. Um, obviously, yeah. Here's one of these notes I've got. It was about the the marriage between Nielsen and Stallone. 
They were married on 15th of December 1985 uh, in Beverly Hills, California. So this was already out prior. Uh, I think that was November. Uh, so they were probably dating at that point. Yeah. Uh, they were, got married at the home of producer Irvin Winkler, who was like one of the guys that done the screenplay. Stallone and Nielsen's marriage lasted 19 months. Their divorce was finalised in July 1987. The, obviously, both their marriage and divorce was highly publicised by tabloids. They had no children. Mm. So. Um, over 8,000 people auditioned for the role of Drago. Yeah. And Dolph Lang got turned down by the casting directors for being too tall. <laughs> and, uh, but then after meeting Stallone... He told him he had a good chance to get the part, but advised him to gain twenty pounds. Right. And part, it took longer than about six months to win the part. There oh. we go, though. Aye, there, there we go. are. This is burning hard, eh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's have a wee five-second sample. Huh. And it says it's like these great songs, which are. Kind of also telling you the story yeah, of the film. Manly as well. Like, they're written for it, the film. These cunts in the car, that's the ones that are always kind of following them around there, like trying to kind of watch Keep them. Keep tabs on like, them. Yeah. But, I, mean, I always remember, I thought it was like the KJB were following them. <laughs> <laughs> but, it is, it's just. Fucking. I mean, the thing is, like, like, like Polly just looks like a serfa, a, a thumb sticking out of Ah, exactly. It's like, ah, these Russians don't look so bad. <laughs> He's just already putting his, his fucking earmuffs on. And fucking Rocky always looks strangely stylish. Yeah. He's got, like, an image to keep up. But look at him, it's like these folk that have been allocated to them. Yeah. Um... Early drafts of the script had missed a T reprise in his role as Clubber Lang. Aye. Yeah. <laughs> when does the sun come up? He <laughs> <laughs> is great. Um... Anyways, I do love the fact that they get such a minimalistic. <laughs> he sounds like Dracula's cousin. It's the fact that they get taken out into the middle of nowhere and it's just a big log cabin. Where, like, there's no distractions, so it is full on, like, training montage that follows it. Yeah. And I'm not. I. I it would have been actually good to look up if they actually went to Russia to film this. Hmm. I'll actually have a look at it now. Where's it? And I also wondered did they fucking chuck a family? Out their house to give it to them. <laughs> look at the, these farmers here. Well, I say farmers, but like I just imagine them being taken out back and shot. Yeah. Because is he um, that, or did Rocky live in their barn? I don't think so. Um. Right. 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 Like you request. Filming locations. <laughs> you requested this dumb location. <laughs> Planning to grow reindeer. He does, he gets all the fucking best lines. Yeah. And the equipment you requested is in the barn. No. Nah, no. They um, filmed a Siberian farm site in Wyoming. Ah. And they 
his arrival was filmed at Jackson Airport in Wyoming. Right. I was going to say. Uh, it's a bit, yeah. Aye. I mean, obviously, the, the one in Vegas for the Las Vegas fight. Aye. Yeah. It's a bit disheartening, like. Well, that's it. Of course, it's like, right, we need to see in Vegas. Well, we have to go to Vegas. The whole crew, everyone be like, ah, that'll be the best part of filming. Let's go to Vegas. Look at their fucking snow tyres on. And got the chains on. Yeah. And it is, it's just, like, this training sequence is, like, in two parts, where one, it's like this, just it's just a score going on, and then there is some synthesizer to it, but then... I remember it's just like the shots of the ice melting, where it's like the stage where he's he's got up to, oh, and when Polly falls in his ass, look at me, just like ah, ah, no, ah, <laughs> like he's helpless. It just, but there's there's fucking nothing for him out there. Look at how chuffed he is listening to the chipmunks. Uh, uh, he's just like a man child. And also, the chaperones must have been staying with them. If fucking Duke's sitting beating them at chess. So people are also talking about how this film is like highly like unrealistic. Um, in reality, Soviet heavyweights are not allowed to box professional fighters during the Cold War. This was also during the Cold War era. Yeah. So I wonder how they get about... I mean, it was just a film and all that, but, like, surely people would have criticised it for, like, being, like, highly unrealistic. Well, that's it. They just probably just, just shrugged it off as entertainment. Because there was, um... Ah, fuck, where was this? There was, there was ah, like, a fact that... I think it maybe was just that. But you just have to give it away as just entertainment, because... I guess it's the same with Red Dawn. Would you expect the Russians just to drop in on a town and yeah. then get defeated by like high school students with mm. machine guns? Um, this was the last film that Stallone directed until Rocky Balboa as well. That's right. Aye, that's one of my trivia notes. Oh, Aye, <laughs> but I've, I do have a note of what he did direct before it. That'll come up soon. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, we did mention that Burt Young is com- coming to Edinburgh in October. And saying you could get a picture or an autograph with him for only thirty-one British pounds. It's not bad. Exactly. In comparison to Jean Claude Van Damme, that would, is requesting one hundred and fifty-one pounds. Ah, fuck! I take it though. <laughs> like one hundred and fifty-one pounds to get your photo with Stallone, not Stallone, uh, Van Damme. I imagine Stallone would charge more. Well, remember how the day the um, like black tie dinner events where like yes. Stallone, one of the guys um. That used to be the head chef at the golf club across the road from me at my work. Aye. He attended one of the dinners. Oh. He, got his, he got his photo with Stallone and I was like, oh, you bastard. Uh, that would have cost about 500 or something at least. Uh, no, it was this. This is your first. Yeah, this is a, this is a training montage, I believe. This is called. Uh, we're, we're already into 55 minutes. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's a, like for it may look like Russia, it does look like a really nice... I know, like the the setting, like yeah. the cinematography, like it's just all this beautiful untouched snow. And it's obviously like first thing in the morning because the sun is just setting. Aye. Kind of just coming up. And it's just like the build up in this music as well, where like he just kind of. That's the farmer that's been forced to sleep outside after. Ah, the bastards! In. I live in barn now. 
But it was just like the wee keyboard build-up. Look at them, they're in that shack. Uh, that woman <laughs> clearly would trade her husband in. And look at this jump cuts just to the boy holding up a pair of binoculars. Uh, like, they're, they're just wanting to have... Like, they love quick shots and a montage. What I love is the fact that... This comparison uh, is brilliant. And the, the, look, the, what are those two little light bulbs doing? Yeah. And this is technically just a CrossFit yeah. like, gym now. So you've got fucking Stallone back to basics running through the snow and now you've got fucking Drago with all cutting edge yeah. equipment that looks dated as fuck now. But I, I love he's got to do laps but also the wee punch bag along yeah. the way. Just uh. quickly work on that, that right swing as you go. <laughs> Look at the little bleeping lights. Like what statistics are they recording? Yeah. But and look at just Stallone just winning over like the Russians, like helping this man with his sleigh, uh. waving him off. The guy waving him off is like fuck off, American. I mean, hang on, like it's it's almost like a compar a shot for shot comparison. It maybe. is like um, and Creed two and all that. Like you see, you see where he takes um, Adonis to that. Um, oh, the, the desert. Yeah, oh, I say yeah, the uh, desert, but aye, it's like, it's like an in fucking Nevada facility sort of thing. Aye, and again back to basics. The boys sitting yeah. using sledgehammers on tires. Yeah, Drago's got his son pretty much there. Yeah, and look at <laughs> like okay, right, Rocky. We need you to do something similar to what Drago's doing here. Uh, I guess I'm gonna have to just drag Polly on a sleigh. <laughs> and it does. At first, I was like, "What's this blue liquids?" Like, because is there shots? I'd I, I maybe no, never noticed it when I watched it last night, but is there shots where they're actually injecting steroids? Yeah, can it come into Dragon? Because eh? it looks like it's, it's everything bar that. Yeah. But look at it, just Rocky running with a log on his back. And to be honest, I feel sorry for the boy in this scene. There's a, there's a montage, and some poor cunt is constantly getting punched in the head. Yeah. But instead, Rocky's not doing a tree. Aye, chopping wit. Look what at this I poor cunt. What I find is fucking outrageous is the fact that during this montage, Rocky grows a beard. Aye, how long is he in Russia for? Did he leave in August? <laughs> like, and it is, by the time his wife shows up, he's got a full and like, rusky beard. Yeah. And he's just got like, this wee quivering voice. Like, and it does, it just literally grows. I feel like, they flew across in December and they've been there a week. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. So, right enough. They've, I would have liked to have known what date they kind of... Oh, but it's summer and blah, blah, blah. And he goes across, but... This is what he told fucking Apollo to do. Put the months in. Get training. Yeah. Prepare yourself. But, I mean, there she is. Now, who's watching the kid while she's here? The fucking is robot. It's the robot. Aye, cycle the fucking. <laughs> let's leave the kid in the hands of cycle the sex robot, and like just <laughs> the, the mince fucking mince him in his sleep. Hello, Polly. No, the fucking robot's like help me. <laughs> Polly abuses me. <laughs> oh my sockets are worn and just ah, oh, they're just dripping. Please, phone He's help. Stuff like a fucking chocolate player. Aye, like. I need to send a message to Johnny Five to fucking break me out of here. Like, this is a fucking nightmare. I'm uh, talking like a woman. Jesus. Please. He's dressed me up like Santa Claus. Come on. <laughs> or the fucking robot is like, wait, the adults are gone. I'm left with a kid. I can snap these kids' necks and get out of here. 
If I, I could only open the garage that. door. I wrote that a bit for the episode of South Park where I thought of it as Spielberg and Lucas. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say when fucking Cartman dresses up as a robot and stays in character. Uh, was it like oh, Gizmo? Here we go. Here we go. Right, wait, we need it. The tunes. It's fucking brilliant. Like, even again, cutting a bit with Adidas trainers on, but look at him. Like, Skip and never looked so fucking manly. <laughs> Look, and I love how they cut away just to show in case he did fuck it up. And I'm the, sure, like, I wonder at what point Paul is tempted to fucking drop him. I <laughs> look at him. But it is it's such a fucking epic montage. Because he's got new, he's got his fucking lady with him, he's got his groove back. Yeah. And it's just showing you the boy struggle, well, fucking Drago struggling and Rocky, like, at his pinu. And it's. Like the boy's milking a cow watching a fucking <laughs> speed bag. <laughs> it's just such it's a, a fucking. It's that a scene though where he's lifting the fucking cart with all three of them in it. I know, and he's screaming. It looks like his heart should have exploded. It's amazing. And this, look at I know, like, he looks chiseled there. The thing is, he was like 40, pretty much. Aye, exactly. Point. And the shape, they're not... The thing is, I mean, he's still in decent shape for him being, what, 70? Exactly. Odd. But it's just those shots where, like, Drago, when he's having his doubts, and he's like, he's, he's like iron. And it's like, here, look at that shot. Like, oh, he's hitting like 2150 and all that, eh? Like... Like, like that, that, really... that boy in the red shirt should be murdered. Aye. Like, they're throwing bodies into the skip. Every boy he punches. And oh, there <laughs> it is. There's the fucking it. jag. Yeah. But look, I'm like, Rocky's, like, that's what they put on the fucking horses. Yeah. Like, and it is, like, jab, advantage. <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes across. It looks like it's just total pumped with fucking... Aye. Why is this boy amazing? Because we've pumped him full of steroids. And it is, it's just, look at them. Like, right, that's fine, but when it cuts back to the front on, look at him, it's just explode. look at the arms, his chest, like the, <laughs> look at the, the fucking, that is impressive as fuck, and it's crazy, and then it just, is the, the Drago's just set up to fail at this point, but that's it, when fucking Rocky manages to outrun the fucking KGB yeah. Stooges. Is it, look at, oh, I'm going to just fucking yeah, run like, for it, it. it. When I see him like, run up this mountain, I can't unsee that poster that you put up the other week. Where, like, oh, with Drago the Man Mountain. Yeah. And then look, I was like, right, I, I'll follow him. He's like, nope, too fast. <laughs> <laughs> and as he just fucking, like, how did they do it? Like, if if that those mountain shots were maybe filmed in Wyoming? Yeah. Like, actually, that looks like a fucking shot right of, like, Red Dead Redemption now. <sighs> but it's just... How impressive is like this? This bit's quite impressive as well. The fact that it's like it's like he's actually running the fucking incline. Aye, and it is. It's just they are matching it so close together, and they do. They fucking push Drago to his limit. But just look at all those wee lights. Yeah, and it's just it's so brilliant that he gets like you get Rocky running to the top of the mountain, and I always feel like he just shouts, "Yo, Adrian, I did it!" But it's not. Mm. Like, I'm pretty sure he just goes like calls it fucking Drago 
Look, it gets that close. It'd be fucking horrible with filming and just that he loses bounces rolls in the hill. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I just film it. We need this footage. This is expensive as fuck because how do they do it? Just get a fucking camera crew and a helicopter and just had them be. circle the top of the That's hill. That's probably got the idea for Cliffhanger. Aye. <laughs> years later. Just calling it Drago. I wonder how long they just filmed it for. Just circled them for like half an hour. Because it's an impressive fucking as shot. Here's an interesting bit of trivia as well, is that this is one of the few sport films where they actually apply genuine sound effects for punches. Yeah? Like, that's actually, like, punching sounds. Ah. Which is a rare thing nowadays. Yeah. Man, I would be annoyed as fuck being a commentator and having to be hauled all the way to fucking Russia on Christmas Day. Yeah, imagine explaining that money to your fucking wife and kids. Exactly. <laughs> Nicknamed Death from Above. Now, let's see, let's have a wee note from my tub here. Uh, one star reviews for this movie? None. Ah, there, there isn't any. If you look up yes. the Amazon uh, record for this film, it's the Amazon Prime video link, and it's got 62 reviews, zero one star reviews. There is three two star reviews, and simply one review is titled Totally Awesome Cold War Propaganda. Uh, uh, one guy says, It is by, first, uh, by far the worst in the series. Rocky Four could have well been labelled. Uh, Rambo boxes the commies <laughs> genuinely affable working class hero missing it m- missing this what's it this genuinely affable uh, working class hero is missing this is missing in this film here here's some seems more like Borat a sad case when the entire film score carries the film totally ignorant about the Russians mm. and then last one Actually, that's the same fucking review, just saying a sad case when the entire film score carries the film. So that's what they're saying. The only good thing about this film is the fucking music. And, uh, like, <laughs> they'll blast this guy's teeth out. And I love Polly's wee speech where it's like, you know, if I could just take down the zip at the back and come out myself, I would be you, Rock. Like, <laughs> it's like I'm just this sad little fat guy that used to beat up his sister. But you've shown me that if I... If I fucking live in a barn in Russia, I can make something of myself. And it's when they get to the ring, it's like, I, actually, I've changed my mind. Rock, <laughs> ah, you just, you barry on, son. You get killed in the ring. Um, there was a special teaser trailer for this that's never really been released apart. I'm hoping it's on YouTube because I really want to go and see it now. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's featured in the rated by Dolph Lundgren. Ah. And it's basically an an eerily lit drago against a Soviet Oh, flag. there it is. Talking. We know. What do you think we are? Nerds. It's the fucking like, robot dressed like, like Santa with a Santa hat on. Exactly. Psycho, kill my dickhead <laughs> friends. <laughs> like, will do. <laughs> and just snaps their necks. That is like, he's talking against the fucking, uh, like the flag. Yeah. And he's talking about um, how he's going to be coming to fight and defeat um, like Rocky Balboa and that. Huh. And then it uh, and then you get the wee, like, fanfare for Rocky Tunes. That lighting makes his legs look fucking weird. Yeah. He's got wee chicken legs. Ah, oh, that would be a good teaser, because you also get that fucking image of when he gets there, and then the giant fucking portrait. Yeah. The painting. Like, I wonder where in the world that is nowadays. Do you remember 
um, when Rusev fought John Cena at WrestleMania. I was about to say that. They said they used the music for they Rocky Four. They used the music so, and they come out in a fucking tank. Yes, so would it be like this? Nah, it's nah. the music when the, the portrait comes up. Right. Because that was it. Like, that was your wrestling equivalent of it. You had John Cena, who's like Mr. America, against Rusev, who was Bulgarian. Yeah. And, and his did... wife was Russian. But yes. She's not. Exactly. And who's their, their knockoff bald dude in the middle there? I have no idea. He, they, they obviously, they've got him to look like, like Gorbachev. Or... Yeah, and I know. It's this, they use the same actor for like, like a Naked Gun movie as well. Like he kind of he's like a lookalike actor that's been used for a few roles playing the Russian in films, mm. and obviously it's like a high political figure they've brought in to impress with like their their fucking Russian killing machine to then be up. Ah, here we go. It's the national. Ah. It's the Russian national anthem. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. And it is it. It's such a fucking impressive painting. Yeah. It would be. I would love to know if like Dolph Lundgren has that in his house. <laughs> like if it's just on the fucking side of his house. Because look at it. It's yeah. like the fucking clearly takes up like the first story of a building. Yeah. And it is. It just feels like he's got the home field advantage. I love the lighting here where it's just kind of crossing their eyes. And it's just like. I guess this is the Russian equivalent he's of like this Vegas he's, entrance. He's, 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 like, he's like, fuck your James Brown, eh? Yeah, exactly. I would imagine the fucking Russian James Brown. <laughs> Cutting a bit. It's fucking, it's one of the boxer guys. Like, you know what's funny? Like, Drago's like crew is like the total black guy. It's ah. the Russian James Brown. <laughs> ah, this is living in Soviet Russia. <laughs> It's actually James Brown, eh? But they've actually shaved his head and all that, and then he's, he's been got, kidnapped. He's got You're... some sort of fucking agenda. It <laughs> is, there, look. Aye. Damn, he's old. <laughs> they found the only black guy in Russia. <laughs> Slap the tracksuit on him. There we go. Quality. That's the only part of this film that I couldn't like. Is a bit far fetched. Is the fact that Rocky manages to win over the hostile yeah, crowds, like surely, like that's probably the only over the top. Is it, man? Fucking Rocky's amazing, and he manages to convert this whole crowd. Yeah, like everyone switches sides from Drago to Rocky in this bout. It's but, the same looking to Ham and Creed too, because they fight in Russia as well, do they not? Ah, oh, fuck, I, I, I need to watch it again. Probably did. But. Oh, I do like that comparison to David and Goliath. Mm. I mean, a very chiseled David. <laughs> and I even made a chiseled Goliath. And again, look at him. I know. Like, Drago's now like fucking Drago Big Boss because like he's killed one man. Like the <laughs> there he is. Ah, like the prosthetics like, yeah. and the fucking... Forget it. The practical effects, like, see, like, the, the first shot where he, like, cuts Drago on it, it's, like, so well done. Yeah. And, I mean, like, the messy fucking Balboa. I know. Towards the end of this fight. And it is, like, fucking 
Duke will be bricking it as well because he's already lost yeah. one friend now. But I, he's pumped up for him. He's like, right, let's go for it. And it's just whether it'll actually happen and right will just fucking starts destroying him. It's like, let's set a fucking example because he is. He's on his home turf. He's wanting to mm. fucking not be reserved. Like, let's absolutely fucking destroy this boy. And I mean, they don't get to the point where they're actually fucking throwing out wrestling moves in here. Like, the referee doesn't have much control of this uh, match. Like, I'm pretty yeah. sure there's a spine buster at one point. Yeah. Now, well, all this talk about fucking like, steelbook nowadays on our show, I thought, let's have a look to see if there is a Rocky Four steelbook. I couldn't find it. I didn't. Um, available on the UK market, there is two steelbooks currently. There's the, the Rocky uh, Saga which is going for about £28 for the first six Rocky movies, but there is a Steelbook release of the first Rocky. Uh, on its own, which is currently going for about six quid in CX, and it, it's a nice cover. It's it's Stallone in like the, the red and white trunks, uh, and it's like set with a black background, and it's just got like warehouse lights above it, and it's just him with like a bruised pus. Uh. And it actually does look like a nice yeah, one. The legacy one is that like a it's like a, a grey background sort of thing. Hey, it, it looks like a they tin. released it last year, I think they did, or yeah. the year before, I can't remember. But aye, they're looking for twenty eight pounds mm. for that. But I, I reckon what they would do for the cover of this one, like you know how some steel books have like minimalistic covers. Maybe if it was like the I two, like, I do like the ones that are all debossed and they've got like the actual feeling in them. Like I think, aye, and the perfect one to have would probably be just the two gloves exactly for the fucking opening scene yeah. where one with a hammer and sickle and the other one just styled to the American yeah. flag and then that the would be perfect on the back it's fucking polyplow and sickle <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it I mean the back of it even if it's just the fucking portrait of Drago like oh, if it was like a, a slick red cover with the two gloves and on the back it's just and a fucking the portrait and then the artwork it's a fucking bloody tool <laughs> it's just or what if the fucking covers it's just three Hugo Boss hoodies <laughs> and there, there's, there's no people it's just three jumpers like you get those fucking ones in Sainsbury's and it's just an axe for the shining and it's just got a quote for the film yeah <laughs> you're not doing as you're told and it is this is now like fucking Drago's turn to go into it fucking uh, all heated Now, is it this second round that it cuts him? Aye. And I mean, um, I can never tell, but I always think the, the boxing looks impressive in these films. Yeah. I remember, I think, early on, it showed you, like, one punch that clearly didn't connect, but the guy still reacts. Well, see, but. the thing is, like, when I was, like, looking at trivia notes for the day and all that, um, first, the very first trivia note for the film is that Stallone decided that for shooting for the fight that him and Dolph Lundgren should hit one another for real as to increase the, incense, the increase the intensity of the yeah. film. After three takes of Rocky taking shots to the ribs, Stallone felt a burn in his chest but ignored it. Later that night, he had difficulty breathing and was taken to a nearby emergency room. It was right. discovered that his blood pressure was over 200. Jesus. He had to be flown on a low-altitude flight from Canada to St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica where he remained in intensive care for four days. What happened was that Lundgren punched him so hard in his chest that his heart had slammed up against his breastbone. Jesus Christ. began to swell, cutting off the blood supply. 
Fucking hell. I mean, I just assume maybe cracked ribs, but fucking hell, just yeah. battered the heart from one side of his body to the other. obviously cut him here, and this is obviously when you start getting the wee... Exactly, this is... Let's say fucking... Um, the decola bit. Yeah. And that's it, because like, he bleeds. Like, he's human. Yeah. We could actually fucking beat him, and well, look at that. Ah, there you go, there's a spine buster. Right, fucking picks him up, slams him down. We message for fucking thunder lips for you. And it is, it's just fucking chaos. Like, look, like, that probably couldn't yeah. happen in a boxing match nowadays. That match would be yeah. thrown out. <laughs> but it is, it's just. Let's see. I'll go for another note here. Oh, aye, this one. Uh, but what all the guys are up to nowadays. Oh, I love this line. He's not human. He's like, he's a bit of a, a piece of iron. Yeah. But aye, uh, Stallone, obviously he had uh, Escape Plan 3 come out in July. Yeah, Escape Plan 2 was fucking horrible. Aye, well this one it was, again, I think Dave Batista's in both of these ones. Yeah. So the third one, Dave Batista and 50 Cent co-star with him. Yeah, I think Later this month, obviously, we get Rambo, Last Blood. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think this is a war montage here with all the new rounds. I mm. could be wrong. Let's see what we've got. Yeah. Ah. Ah, that's war. Yeah. And it is. It does have like a... And it's just, it's just done on a keyboard, eh? It's so ah, simple. And I do really love how they just bit of guitar in it. fly through like the, the rounds just to... I'm, just, I'm, I'm always expecting the referee to get hit by accident or somehow. Aye. Because it just looks like it could hit him, eh? But I love those fucking hits in the film where the guy gets hit and it's the fucking sweat comes flying off yeah. him. And it is, like, the score to this film is fucking brilliant. I can't believe it was. I know, it got a Razzie. I know, I know, it's fucking it's brilliant. Like, I've. can't remember how many times I've listened to the actual soundtrack. Yeah. And it is between those fucking it's like every montage has the fucking perfect song lined up to it. But even just this the fact that they've got this two shot here where you've got fucking Drago in disbelief, Rocky's fucking exhausted, pissing blood, and it's just the shots like Rocky is on jellied legs for half of it, but he's just not going down, like he's become this durable. And still, fucking Drago looks so fucking intimidating, even fucking soaked in blood. But uh, Dolph Lundgren, obviously last year, he had his, his big role in Aquaman as uh, King Nearest. Ah, I see he was in Aquaman. I've still not watched it. I, I, I don't know it, didn't he, you know? I mean, I'm not the biggest, like, DC fan or that. Yeah. But, I mean, Aquaman was by far the best thing about Justice League. Yes, I the comedic relief. Yeah, so I'll probably watch it just whenever I decide to get into it. Yeah, and um, Lundgren's got four films out this year. Obviously, he's kind of one of these guys that direct-to-DVD action guy. Yeah. So there's those, but I mean, I'm glad you're sitting down to tell you this, but Dolph Lundgren will be appearing as a John Thundergun in season 14 of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh my God. And oh. Yes. And John Thundergun. Yes. So that was obviously that must have been the episode where they were trying to get to a cinema during a heat wave, wasn't it? 
And it, it was like this fucking violent action film they're all dying to see, and the power cut out in the cinema, and then had to drive to another cinema, and uh, they couldn't get a seat. John Thundergun. So I think. Brilliant. Fucking Brilliant. Dolph Lundgren, Brilliant. season 14. I know this is, a, this is probably a spoiler for folk, but you'll forget by the time it comes out. But Dolph Lundgren. I loved. I can't wait to see how he interacts with the fucking cast. I know. Uh, Talia. Shire's still working as well. She had a film out in April called Working Man. Oh. Uh, it was like an independent title with Paul Gerrierty and Billy Brown. She's never really done much after the Rocky film. Like she's only really been Our notable top four for was like Rocky Godfather. And Godfather and God- right? Yeah, she played one of the Corleone sisters. Eh? Yeah, Carol Wells uh, has got two big projects. Obviously, he showed up in Toy Story Four as Combat Carol. Mm. And oh, actually, kind of returning role because Combat Carol was like for some of the short films. Mm. I remember. Uh, and then, of course, he's appearing in the, the new Disney Plus Star Wars series, The Mandalorian. Yeah. He's got a, a role in there. So, uh, and I mean... I love Carl Weathers. Like, he's fucking... I mean, like, like Predator. You know what I mean? Like, exactly. Like, handshake. And it's just one of these fucking faces, when you see it in a film, it just makes that a little bit better. I mean, like, he's kind of done a wee bit of everything, but, like, he's rolling Happy Gilmore as uh, Chubb's... Oh, yeah, yeah, the golf Chuck instructor. Peterson, yeah, Aye. Yeah. It's so all golf, in the hips. The golf pro that lost his hand to an alligator. Aye. Burt Ward's still doing a fucking lot of stuff. He's, in, he's got four films uh, like out this year, and he's got four films in pre-production as well. Uh. He also appeared in Netflix series Russian Doll. Ah. Uh. Ah, uh, look at the, the knockoff Gorbachev. Yeah. Gorbachev. Because he, he leaves. And yeah, it's fucking Tony Burton's intensity is fucking outstanding in this film. Mm. Like he was perfectly cast as Duke. Like he is the guy you want to have in your corner. And that like that look on fucking Drago's face is that he's already defeated, mm. but he's like, and as he said to the end, he more or less says, "If you're going to beat me, fucking kill me." Like he doesn't want and. Creed 2 kind of shows you what happens when you lose and yeah. then you have to go back and live in a society where like, I think that, I think that you shame the nation. Of, I think that was one of the best things about Creed 2 was the fact that it showed you what it done to Drago afterwards. Exactly. You know, like, the whole country basically fucking turned their back on him. His wife left him. You know, and the fact that he was still training his son. Aye. And look at like Rocky's got his macho bit and like, sure, maybe the good thing about, like, the fifth film was showing that the fact, like, they're doing all those brain scans and it just shows you that Rocky's fucked. Like, yeah. he's mentally, like, he's destroyed for being a punch bag, taking shots like that to the head. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was a double take, uh, uh Polly shaking Duke. Yeah. But look at it, it's just fucking, but like, no wonder, like, Rocky should be fucking brain dead. For taking all those shots to the head, because the boy does never protects himself. Nah. He always just seems to come across as this puncher bag that won't go down. It's like that episode of The Simpsons where Homer is a uh, oh, fighting the... Dreadrick Tatum. Yeah. yeah. And he just doesn't go down. <laughs> What's he doing? He's winning. And it is, it's just like, come on, rock! You could hear fucking Mickey. And it does, he just fucking breaks him. <laughs> Knock his head off. 
I did see there was actual news about uh, Carol Weathers and Dolph Lundgren, like 31st of August. There's uh, the headlines, it was like clickbait, and they had Carol Weathers and Dolph Lundgren appear for a rematch. Uh, and there's a wow. photo of them on Instagram, and it's like they're outside of um, like Gold's Gym. And more or less, just both of them were at the same gym training. And there's just a picture of both of them outside holding their fists up, uh, just saying, ready for the rematch. And you think, what? But it was just a funny bit of clickbait that just happened to be like a trend in the same week that we're doing this fucking podcast. Yeah. Now, a funny bit of trivia I came across was obviously people say Rocky Fort isn't the the high point of Stallone's career. I I disagree. But um, it's re- rated on Rotten Tomatoes as forty percent rotten. But one of the few people who class it amongst their favorites. Uh, is Kim Jong Un, uh-huh. the South, the, the North Korean leader? Uh, North Korean state television footage released in 2012 showed the dictator applauding to a scene in which Rocky is repeatedly punching uh, a much larger Russian boxer. Uh-huh. So there's footage of Kim Jong Un fucking getting all giddy watching Rocky give a fucking Drago his toys. I feel like that's a gif in the making and just fucking Kim Jong-un clapping like a fucking happy child. Why did fucking James Franco and Seth Rogen no recreate that for the interview? Because <laughs> that would have been fucking brilliant. Hang mm-hmm. on, it doesn't look that badly be up. No, no, he's had it worse. I think it was just because the makeup's improved. Hmm in their films but man I'm pretty sure one of the guys in this crowd looked dead familiar I'm waiting for his face to appear and it maybe all click mm. but look I mean Bridget Nielsen looked like she was ready to fucking step in and finish the fight for Drago Aye, that was it. One of the directing credits. Like, Stallone's got nine directing credits. So obviously you said Rocky Balboa was the next film he done after this, which was like yeah. 20 years later. Yeah. But prior to that, he done a, a film called Staying Alive, starring John Travolta. Uh, I've heard of it, but I've never... Which, it's a fucking sequel to Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. So it's just so jarring to think that Stallone, between doing Rockies, done a fucking film, like a, the sequel to Saturday Night Fever. And it was, it's like it's five years later and Tony Marino's Saturday Night Fever is still burning. He's now strutting towards his biggest challenge yet, succeeding as a dancer in Broadway. Direct, from director Sylvester Stallone. I think it was like written and directed by Stallone. And it's like, wait, the guy that does fucking Cobra and... You've still not seen Cobra yet, I have you? not seen oh, Cobra. It's, it's a bit of shame. Man, I'm fucking going to try and rectify that this summer. But... <laughs> yeah, this season. Yeah. And it's a great shot to finish it on there. Yeah. Like him with a flag. I bet they're fucking chuffed to find that frame. Pretty sure like, that's like one of the films that, like, the early films I remember that 
ruins the ending because that's like the front cover is like him celebrating ah, the flag so you can tell all. he wins for the fucking beginning yeah. now Rocky 4 was the third highest domestic grossing film that year yeah um, do you want to know what 1 and 2 were 1985 number 2 was First Blood Part 2 number 1 was always the Bad to Future eh? exactly so uh, Rocky Four, they're saying it took in one hundred twenty-seven million. Rambo, fucking First Blood Part Two, one hundred fifty. Back to the Future, two hundred and ten. Mm. And that I think that's just domestic. Yeah. So, but to have like two out of the three, like eighty-five must have been a fucking peak year for Stallone. Yeah. Like obviously peak year for Razzies, but also fucking money in the box office. Yeah. Um. Well. Saying that, a uh, budget for this film was twenty-eight million. Aye. Domestically, one hundred twenty-seven million. Foreign market, it took in one hundred seventy-two, so it took a hundred three hundred worldwide. Yeah. I mean, that's the highest grossing Rocky film to date. <laughs> I don't even think Balboa. No, not that. like. And you fucking can, Rocky Four is you, the highest I film. I don't even think the class Creed is part of the. Yeah. Hang on, like for a film that's. Like, doubly one of the worst bands at the franchise that's fucking made its money. I know, exactly. And it was funny, like, the UK never got Rambo, uh, Rocky IV, released until 1986. Ah, it was like January 1986 or something. Yeah. Like, two months after the US premiere on 24th of November, but we didn't have to wait as long as the Hungarians. Uh. Fucking Hungary didn't get uh, Rocky IV released until the 7th of June 1990. Four years later. Well, I think what I think if they didn't fucking discover cinema in Hungary until the fucking nineties, but what? How? I think how the fuck? Maybe it never got like an initial release, or yeah. and eventually got there, but fucking. Oh fuck no! Waiting five years later, man. Talk about some poor cunts being deprived. Yeah. Score arranged and produced by Frank France. France? Vince. I'm glad we're getting to the end of this now. And of course the, the fucking theme by Bill Conti. Yeah, Survivor was like the Tiger. Yep. Go West, it featured a lot in the 80s. And then oh. Kenny Loggins though. I don't remember that one. What was Double or Nothing? Uh, Would that been yeah. something about the Vegas? Because then obviously, I think it's an order as it was shown, so Live in America, then of course. Survivor was Burning Heart. Aye. Uh, Chipmunks. Of course, for Polly's cassette. John Cafferty, that's who it was, John Cafferty. Written by Vince DeCola. Yeah. Right. And it is. It is a fucking an epic film. Like, and it will just hold a fucking high place in like our childhood. Mm. Because it I was mean, one of the essential yeah. fucking films to watch as a kid growing up if you're in love of action films you've got Van Damme Arnie Stallone and for Rocky this is like the the essential Rocky yeah. film for a kid I know but man I guess that's it I've, I've emptied my tub of notes yeah um, obviously for people that is stuck with us huh, the memory of Jane Oliver hmm. hmm I never noticed that I would have looked that up last night if I noticed it but if people are still listening to our commentary now, uh, feel free to send us a message 
on Insta, Insta, was it Instagram, but uh, aye, social media, fucking contact us on Facebook or Twitter to to tell us like if you want to suggest a commentary for us to do. Like I feel ninety minute films are ideal for this. Where yeah, do not make us do another commentary for the Irishman. <laughs> I had three films in my head, but oh. there's ones we've done already. So, like, I would happily sit and watch Clue. Yeah. And talk about it. I, I this one might be a bit of a test. Like, hateful eight, I could probably sit and talk, but that that's nearly three hours. Yeah. So that that's a long one, and it might end up just coming down to sit and watching it. Just end up just like, man, I like this bit. Oh, that bit's good. Oh, like, oh, you got Sean the boss. Yeah. And. And the last one is doing our watch of Hereditary. Ah. Like, ah. Like, our reactions, fucking commentary almost just. Sure, it kind of spoils me watching it for the first time because I'm watching it for a podcast. Like, watching it with headphones on, but you're also getting my reactions of experiencing it for the first time. Ah. So I'm in two minds, like. That would probably be the only circumstance I'd watch it with a microphone in front of me going, oh, no, oh, no, what's that? Oh, God, oh, that, oh, God, ah, oh, the girl, yuck. Uh, why did Tony Collette not get nominated for this? Oh, uh, oh. Uh. So, uh, it's, it's one of the films that you need to kind of watch. Yes, and thankfully your your post on Facebook, on Twitter got very minimal traction. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, I, I know you tried to get that yeah, trending. Yes, uh, yes, I did. Yes. Yep. I wanted to like it in the sense of like, <laughs> nice try, Christy. Nice try. I mean, I watched fucking Mother, and surprisingly, I enjoyed the fucking hell of it. Yeah. I I I know just the film looks weird, and I know at one point that girl's face opens up, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Well. Nope. If we do a horror season, I'm fully putting this one in. <laughs> fully putting this one in. I'd have to win a Twitter poll. That's what Paula says to the every morning. I'm putting this one in. <laughs> I'm t- time to charge you, dear. What? No! <laughs> Wireless. It's like, oh, the bucket's full. You need to empty, you need to empty your, your input tray. <laughs> oh, uh, and on that note, just... I, 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 I don't know how I say it, but just psycho the cum dumpster. <laughs> It's just, just Polly just tipping loads in, sir. Oh, Jesus Christ. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, fuck off and tune in next week. Uh-huh.